Uh, yeah. It's time for the June 29th, 2012 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the campus of the University of California at Irvine in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I would be Mike Kaspar. I don't know if you noticed, Mike. Have you seen the sails out there? The, well, the masts, I guess you'd call them? Yeah. I'll, I'll, what yeah, is, what yeah. is that about? It? I can't I've been hearing, barely make that out, yeah. but yeah, I can see them now. Yeah. yeah. I've been hearing like little pounding noises and, yeah. What is it, Mike? What's my wife been doing? Huh? What? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, pounding noises? Is that what it is? Yeah, come here. Come here, boy. Yeah, pounding noises. What yeah, is What it? are you doing? What is it? What? Mahler? He's He's building an ark. He is. An ark? Yeah, that's okay, what it well, is, an ark. Okay. Wow. Well, he's been I busy. Yeah, I know that. I haven't seen him much. Kind of biblical things going on. Yeah, an ark s- with sails. Okay, I hadn't seen him much, huh. so I was wondering. Yeah, that's a new twist. Yeah. yeah I don't think Noah thought of that. Yeah, he, he didn't, didn't have, have any sails. No. What, what was well, propelling that was ark anyway? Just gonna what, do you have an outboard motor? Oh no! Were the giraffes? There was, a you know, lot- they were on the back, kind of kicking their legs in the water. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, I will say there was probably a lot of methane on the ark. You got to figure maybe it was That's using true. some kind of propulsion that way. Kind of a green concept. Kind of. Uh, yeah, I'm sure the ultimate sort green of tubing involved <laughs> catheters and yes, tubing. Tubing. Uh, meanwhile, Arctic sea ice has melted faster this year than. Uh oh. Uh oh. Maybe that's what Mahler is thinking. Well, with the Arctic sea ice melting and all, mm-hmm. he's on top of this. It's, stuff. it's yeah, it's melted faster than ever before in recorded history. Mm. Yeah, research from the National Snow and Ice Data Center. <laughs> I had no idea there was such a thing, <laughs> but there it is. Shows the extent of sea ice earlier this month was hundreds of thousands of square miles less than it was on the same day in 2007. God. We're losing hundreds of thousands of square miles in a matter of five years, and about 12,000 square miles less than the previous record low in 2010. That's not good. Hmm. Uh-oh. Researchers say that ice has been melting at more than double the climatological rate and have attributed the increased melting to Mahler. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Mahler. Yeah. Wow. He's, I know he's responsible for a lot of stuff. He's very industrious, but I had no idea. Well, they say here climate change, not Mahler. Yeah. Oh, but, but I figure it's Mahler. It's just the euphemism yeah, that they're using to, 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 wow. Yeah. That is, uh, well, what do you, do you think that our goose is cooked already? Or are our we just, goose is cooked? Are we basting right now? Are we ready? Is it? I don't want to even speculate right, on those okay. matters. All right. Because it does seem I don't like have, things You know, are I don't have a lot speed. of faith in people. Yeah, I know you don't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they know how to have a good time, but but yeah, yeah, they kind of postpone things. And given the technological advancements that they're prone to make for their own comfort, they overlook the fact that they might be fouling things up. Yeah. I I don't know how six billion people wake up one morning and go, we got to stop this. Yeah. I don't know how that happens. (laughs) You know, and, and I just, so yeah, I'm kind of, unfortunately, I'm. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I want to be an optimist. Me too. Yeah. Well, I, I, at the same time, optimism is not just about waving a flag and cheering. Exactly. Yeah. It's about actually 
maybe not consuming as much, not right. driving as much, right? Maybe not even owning a car. Yeah, I will look. Yeah. yeah, thinking about public transportation as much as you can. What it's not is waving a, a foam rubber hand that says we're number one. Yeah, waving that in the air. Yeah, that that's not going to help solve global warming. No, it's silliness. It is silly. <clears throat> what about this Muslim Brotherhood? What Over about there in them? Egypt land. Their brother. It's a brother. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. What? What? What is going on? Because I am kind of a little behind the ball. Mohammed Morsi of yeah. the Muslim Brotherhood was declared the winner of the election. That's a while back, but still, you know, a week ago. It's well, it's within the, our week. That's he, the span we cover here. Yes, that's right. When it's not yesterday, we're talking about the last seven days. Yeah. But it is important that to, to note that the military junta, essentially, that runs Egypt, declared him the winner. It gives you some idea yeah. of who's really in charge in Egypt. But go ahead. Well, nevertheless, though, an Egyptian court suspended a government decision allowing military police to arrest civilians. Oh. And they are kind of pushing back. That's how they're doing it. Oh, good. They're not going to allow them to. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Who knows what who? the military... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, and what army, right? Yeah. I mean, so, so yeah, uh, you got that going on. Okay. Uh, yep. Okay, good. Well, that's good. That's That sounds better. Yeah. He, by the way, uh, Morsi defeated uh, Egyptian President Mubarak. His handpicked guy. Yeah. Yeah. They called him uh, spare tire during the campaign. Oh, is that yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, wow, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. I like that, spare tire. Egyptian media also reported that Mubarak uh, was comatose on life support, clinically dead, and much improved. All of those things. Yeah, all those things, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's on life support. I, I think th- that's the most reliable report. Yeah, yeah. Although it sounds like he might need a better doctor. If you're, you know, if you can't figure out whether he's no, brain these, dead on this, life this support or doing better, yeah, but you this, might need a better doctor. This is what's known as framing the issue I know, here. I know. The people here, you know, you can imagine that the realists are saying he's comatose. Well, yeah. He, yeah. yeah. I know. And and his supporters are saying he's much improved. And of course his opponents clinically dead. He's clinically <laughs> Yeah. That's kind of uh, a rough way to put it. Yeah. North Korea yeah. denounced US South Korean military drills near the tense border. Well, near their border. Who knows if it's tense there? They might be kicking back smoking a reefer on the border as far as I know. Or for it might a... be as far from tense as you can imagine. Right. Or it could just be a border with teepees. Yeah. And not tents. Tents. Well, yeah. that's the way it's spelled here, Mike. It's oh, not Oh, I'm pun. sorry. Oh, okay. I thought we were talking. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Anyway, they call this uh, U.S.-South Korean military drill a provocation, mm. and they vowed to further bolster up their nuclear deterrent. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't blame them, though. No. Because there were 2,000 South Korean and U.S. troops, along with jet fighters, tanks, and attack helicopters, took part in a live fire exercise to test responses to north to any North Korean attack. Yeah. So they were near that area, near the border, I suppose. Mm-hmm. That's not a good thing. No. Over there, you, you see all this no. going on, and you want to say something at least. Yeah, you know, and, and I just kind of take note, uh-huh. we seem to be ratcheting up a lot of tension along borders with countries that have nuclear weapons. I think of Pakistan. Mm-hmm. And I think of North Korea. Now, justified or not, you know, be careful. Well, I think they're doing the gamesmanship thing. Yeah. yeah. They're 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 one upping verbally what they will do. Yeah. 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 
puffing their chests out. And and, and don't forget that the North Koreans have those Dong missiles. And I if if we've learned anything, you don't want to mess with a Dong missile. <laughs> I mean, you really beware of the Dong. Beware of the Dong. I think that's the so yeah. Anyway. <laughs> What about Saudi? Oh, yeah, yeah, there's some good news as far as Saudi Arabia goes. Okay. They will allow women athletes to compete in the Olympics for the first time this year. Who? Women. The Saudis. The Saudis, okay. Yeah, the Saudis will allow women athletes to compete for the first time. They might have to wear some sort of headgear or looser clothing. Because you know they that are, would be are you just saying that no or no you're serious this is true yeah oh my they might have they might not be able to wear the tight track suits that right all that, other competitors are wearing and that because we, we like so much yeah well that's why well they, it's good they want them to wear looser clothing Mike because of people like you and no it's the aerodynamic value of I know it's the aerodynamic value yeah but you wouldn't be saying that if I were to say men were wearing them you wouldn't say because we like them so much well no I mean I like because they're fashionable. And they're, and they're not and fashionable, they're, and they're, especially. And they're, they're aerodynamic. They're aerodynamic. Yeah. And that's I love to see. At, no, okay. All right. Yeah, I All know right. what you're going for here, Mike, and no, it's just I, not working. No, no. I'm saying uh, in the best possible sense of that. I yeah. think that's okay. You you like the shape of the female form. Okay. Yeah, that's Is true. That too. That's yeah. true. There's something about that to be able to see the whole form. I'm wondering when we're going to start doing that in basketball. Well, they have these super tight. Because why would you? I see... You know, a lot of grabbing of uniforms That's un- true. under, you know, under yeah. uh, uh, to prevent somebody from driving the lane. Yeah. They'll, they'll have their uniform grabbed and oftentimes they get away with it. Yeah, you're right. So somebody will be stopped in the middle and sometimes the foul will actually be called on them. If they had these tight fitting. Uh, this is true. Outfits on the the grab would would snap a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah, they may not be able to. Actually. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, I, that's it I have on uh, international stuff. Is there anything you want to talk about? Uh, international see. Internationally, I, the stuff in Syria is getting worse. The stuff, the situation in Syria yeah. continues to deteriorate. Uh, the the big news is a continuation of last week's news, which was uh, the Syrians shot down a Turkish uh, airplane yeah. uh, jet over their, what they claim over their, inter, their airspace. And the Turks have uh, said... Uh, we now want a, I believe, a hundred mile perimeter or uh, no movement zone. They're calling it a no drive zone on the uh-huh. part of the Syrians. They're saying to the Syrians, we don't want to see any troop movements within I, maybe a fifty mile uh, range of their border. And if we do, we'll consider it an act of provocation. So that's bringing and bringing Turkey into the fray, as well as NATO. And once again, NATO is is sort of looming in the background, could be looming in the background uh, for another international uh, military exercise. So uh, there you go. I think that's a big story, the Turks yeah. and the Syrians, possibly the Iranians, getting involved in in a uh, another big conflict in the Middle East. Skirmish. Skirmish. So that's news. Let's see. Uh, is there anything well, else? How, what are our diplomats doing? In that regard, do you well, know? Well, given that Turkey is a NATO ally, I'm yeah. sure that we've sided with Turkey. I know we have. Um, other than that— um, But are we reaching out at all to try and— uh, You uh, know, this that's a great question because Syria, really, as we've described before, is really uh, a crossroads for that area of the world. Uh, the the Russians and the Iranians are very invested in, in Syria. The Russians are not—and the Chinese as well. So I, I, I think we're— 
We're hoping Assad will go and we don't have to do much more. Apparently, the rebels are getting better and better about their military operations within Syria and have gotten closer and closer to Damascus. And it's it's going to be bloody. They're saying uh, now at least 15,000 civilians have been uh, killed in this last round of violence in the last few months. Uh, there's over 100,000 political prisoners in Syrian uh, prisons and there is a good chance that many of them have been killed over these many years. Yeah. Um, it's it's a horrible situation, and I think once we find out the full story, it's going to be a lot worse. So I I don't know. I don't know what to say beyond well, there's a lot of horrible situations. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you mean in the world or just general? Yeah. yeah. In general, well, yeah. yeah. Well, look at Africa. Look at right now. It's we're, we're militarizing Africa. That's Do certainly going to get worse. Do you think that uh, this plays into the? presidential election in any way? Will, does the Obama administration almost want a kind of hmm. appearance, at least, of a conflict over there? Because it does favor an incumbent, I think, if if we're flexing our muscles in a part of the world. Or is this just pose too much of a problem for them to want to have yeah. anything go on? They want it just to go away. My sense is that it's a it's a be a dangerous thing for the administration to actively engage in a war uh, against Syria because there is a lot of fatigue on the part of the American people in no, terms no, of no, war not fatigue. Not necessarily a war, but, but, just, but, but they don't really care if it does escalate a little bit. It makes the world a little bit more unsafe. So and therefore, the protection their, of yeah. the administration. Yeah, I, um, good question. I know Libya, did that help the, the, the uh, administration, Did the outcome of Libya? Because I think so. At the time, I think you're absolutely right, but now we're seeing a lot of faction fighting within Libya, which was predicted there's a lot of the southern, northern kind of things, uh, tribes, if you will, factions within the country, and it's really starting to escalate. Um, so I, it's hard to know right now. I I fear uh, just more violence in that part of the world is just not a good thing, and the, the ripple effects are never going to be um, truly beneficial to the United States. I, I don't I don't know. I, I really don't ripples. know. Ripples. There will be ripples. Anything else international-wise you got there? No, you covered it. Um, I have one last thing. And it's kind of kind of a back and forth across the Atlantic. Uh, The uh, Barclay. The Barclay Bank. Oh, yeah. Are you, yeah. Is that something we're going to talk Go about? Go ahead and talk about it. Oh, okay. Well, because it's a British bank, and I just thought yeah. it's of note. Uh-huh. They were fined almost a half a billion dollars, $453 million. Yeah, by for, us. By us. Yeah. Well, there you go. They're by us. Uh, but for manipulation of, what was it, manipulating key interest rates. So they, another yeah. insider deal. And go ahead. If you got more on no, no. that, uh, this is the this. Well, it meant that millions of borrow, borrow, borrowers, mm-hmm. millions of borrowers, mm-hmm. paid the wrong amount on their loans. Yeah. In other words, they paid more than they needed to on their loans. Isn't that the way it another, always works? Yeah. In other words, Barclays was screwing them. Yeah. Yeah. And just and it doesn't take much when you've got millions of loans. It, a couple of percentage points or halves or whatever yeah. fractions of percentage points means trillions of dollars Absolutely. to these people. So, so you think four hundred and fifty three million dollars for a fine is is anywhere near the amount well that they made on this deal? I I'm gonna guess it probably is less than they made on this and yeah. I think that these banks have figured out it's the price of doing business. Yeah. We do bad things, we get away with it, eventually we have to pay some percentage of the money we made. Lying pays off. Remember that, children. <laughs> yes. Lying pays. And the, but be the sure other, and lie. <laughs> be sure and lie. Especially yeah. if you're if you're lending people money. Um the uh the but the good thing about it is the Justice Department, hopefully the good thing about it, it continues to look into other banks besides Barclays for this uh um this situation. So 
Yep. What is it, Mother? Yeah? It's that time? Your favorite time? Yeah. Drones in the news. Oh, I love this. There he goes. You say drones in the news, he's off. Well, I don't, he doesn't understand. He doesn't, doesn't, he's off building his ark. He really doesn't understand well, you know, I, what we're doing here. <laughs> well, yeah. sometimes I think he does. Sometimes yeah. I'm sure he doesn't. But there was that one time. That yeah. we got, remember, I was I was on the back porch watching him run around building yeah. the ark. I didn't know he was building an ark, though. Yeah. And he was moving something. stuff. He was doing, He's doing got something. a drone out there, yeah. too. Well, He's that's, the, to that's the thing. That was the problem. One day, a drone flew right by him. Oh. Because it, I guess it saw him the building. The, it saw him building saw the build the ark. Yeah. And it's got a, a little concern. And he jumped up. I did see this part. I didn't see the. He got. The, well, I saw it. the ark was on the other side of the hill. I couldn't see that. But he jumped up and he bit the drone. <laughs> he bit the drone. He got it in his teeth. Woo! But apparently, it was metal. Oh, and it didn't, and it didn't end well for for him, <laughs> yeah. and so he, you know, Ooh. and then he went running off. So he's a little bit burned by the whole drone yeah. thing now. Some yeah. bleeding at the mouth. Yeah, well, you, that was yeah. why. Yeah, wow. he, he didn't. I didn't know the whole art thing. So former President Jimmy Carter declared that U.S. drone strikes and targeted assassinations abroad have seen the country violating human rights in a way that abets our enemies and alienates our friends, according to him. Uh, Jimmy Carter. A stinging attack. Good. On U.S. foreign policy in the New York Times, Carter, this is Roller editorial. There, he used to be president, from, by the way. President yeah, of the United president, States, yeah. A fine one, too. A, f- a very good way. one. Actually, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. As so a, Reagan set up his arms for hostages deal and, yeah. and uh, back channeled him out of, out of yeah. office, yeah. The hostage situation, yeah. all that. See, yep. what, a, what a coincidence. The hostages were freed the day Reagan came into office. They were in the I air. Wonder, huh. I wonder if that was, there was some sort no, of deal going on there. absolutely not. Uh, and you'd have to be some sort of American-hating communist to think otherwise, mm. yeah. In a stinging attack on U.S. foreign policy in the New York Times, Carter says America is abandoning its role as a champion of human rights and calls on Washington to reverse course and regain moral leadership. In other words, he's saying, get yeah. these drones out of there. Yeah. Stop doing these uh, flybys. Yeah, they're like, they're like drive-by shootings, essentially. They're flybys. They're flybys. Yeah, and they and they take out innocent people. Some guy in a control room in Nevada or Virginia yeah. or Colorado is deciding the fate of people thousands of miles away. Yeah. Well, not him, but based he's, on data, he's implementing the fate of yes, the end of yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, also, well, good for good for Jimmy Carter. Also, in drones in the news. Mm-hmm. After quietly testing security plans to expand the unmanned surveillance flights into the Caribbean and the Gulf of Mexico to fight drug smuggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, after testing. After quietly testing Predator Jones over the Bahamas for 18 months, more than 18 months, the Department of Homeland Security plans to expand. Okay. I, I skipped a line there in the okay. reading. They're okay. going to expand the unmanned surveillance flights into the Caribbean and the Gulf of Mexico. So after, you know, testing these... Uh, these drones for a while. The move would dramatically increase U.S. drone flights in the Western Hemisphere, more than doubling the number of square miles now covered by the department's fleet of nine surveillance drones. So there's going to be a lot more surveillance going on in this this hemisphere. Hmm. Okay. We use them now mainly on our borders. Yeah. Now, now we're spreading out. Right. That's the way to look at oh, it. I read something that they're not that effective. They're yeah. down a lot. But they make the uh, defense industry a lot of money. But they make somebody a lot. Of, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah, the, the effectiveness of the drones on the border uh, is questionable. But yeah, you're right. Somebody's making. They call them cost plus contracts, by the yeah. way, kids. So in other words, I contract Nathan to build me a 
a better mousetrap. Mm-hmm. And Nathan says, well, I'll build it for you, definitely. And I say, well, what's it going to cost? And he says, well, whatever it costs, you're going to pay me plus 10%. Mm-hmm. So what is Nathan's incentive to make a less expensive, effective mousetrap? When I'm going to pay None. him, t- no matter what, uh-uh. I'm going to pay him 10% more than whatever it costs him. So when he builds me that $7,000 mousetrap yeah. and makes $700 on it, no matter whatever I, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah. So that's why. Also in drones in the news, at least five people were killed in a U.S. drone strike in the Pakistan region of North Waziristan. Waziristan. Mm-hmm. You know that area. Yeah, I do. Unmanned officials say the victims were militants, but the Obama administration's criteria are so expansive they could include any adult male in the war zone. Yeah. By the way. That's something important. That's what the administration <laughs> says. Any adult male of a certain age living in a certain part of wherever they've yeah. attacked is considered a militant or a terrorist unless proven otherwise. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That covers your butt, doesn't mm-hmm. it? That's a CYA if I ever heard it. Yeah. So uh, and dangerous, mm-hmm. dangerous precedent. Okay. Okay. So let's move to uh, what happened our yesterday. Shores. <laughs> yes, our friendly shores. What happened yesterday? Yeah, anything are you talking any, about the big decision? Well, let's. Or there's other. There were other decisions. There but are other was, decisions. Yeah, but was, right now we're going to do a little supreme little Supreme Court action. Yeah. The U.S. Supreme Court handed President Obama a major victory by upholding the sweeping 210 health care law, declaring that Obama and Congress acted within their powers in requiring most Americans to obtain health insurance. And I say, thank God, thank God, we can finally put Grandpa down. <laughs> he's, he's been hanging on so long. Yeah. And, and, you know, once yeah. this health care plan is in place, yeah. <laughs> just unplug that boy. Unplug that. Get yeah. those death panels in place. Yeah. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to be a bit of a contrarian on this. I'm glad that it was upheld to the extent that, that there would have been nothing yeah. if, if it had not. That's a good thing, and there are good things in this in this law: the uh, uh, pre-existing conditions, the extension of uh, the the parents being able to put their kids under their insurance plan. A lot of good things in this, but it but a part of me wanted to see it overturned, and the reason is, and maybe I'm wrong, but the reason is it would have been another opportunity to extend Medicare, to propose the extension of Medicare to the entire population of this country and eliminate the need for insurance companies altogether. Mm -hmm. Or at least given people the option to opt into Medicaid or Medicare. At least that would have been nice. But maybe this is on the continuum of moving towards that. By having this law, they move it a little bit further and further closer to universal health care coverage for everyone to opt in or opt out of. If they want to be within a private insurance company, fantastic. Do it if you want. But I want the opportunity to opt into Medicare before I'm 65 years old. That's just my opinion. That's not a very holistic interpretation, though. You're just looking at it as just the act, the, the, the provision, the Obamacare itself, mm-hmm. rather than all the other effects that this has had, oh, I'm, the I'm, decision has had. I'm, You're I'm, isolating I'm, this as as far as just Obamacare, rather than saying, you know, John Roberts made a pretty interesting decision there. Okay. Uh, uh, he, he he completely uh, undercut what Scalia's been doing. Yeah. Which, okay. Which is, uh, which is interpreting uh, the Constitution based on what he believes the Founding Fathers had in mind. Right. I'm with you. Yeah. And that's okay. And he also, also was, was smart enough to see that this, this was a matter of taxation, 
whether it was good policy or not, it's it's a matter for the Supreme Court not to make policy, right. but to judge the constitutionality of something. And it right. it makes really is not unconstitutional. Right. If it were unconstitutional, then we wouldn't be able to require people to have auto insurance in the right. state of California. Right. And you're right. And and that's a that's an excellent point to be made. It does, in fact, reestablish the idea that the, there's a need for the federal government. The federal government is one of the one of the reasons for a federal government is to solve solve national problems, problems that, and that's why immigration policy is a federal issue mm-hmm. and not a state issue. And that's what the courts are ruling on now. They ruled the other day on that. So yes, I'm in yeah. agreement. John Roberts, I think, also had the idea in his head somewhere that if this were to be struck down, he would have lost control of essentially the Supreme Court in terms of where the direction of of law and uh-huh. the country were going. There was, they have to put some boundaries up here because otherwise these very radical, and I mean that word radical, conservative, right-wing radical judges on the Supreme Court would have hijacked what it means to be a federal federation of states in the, in this country, a republic. Yeah. And I agree with that. I do. I think you're right. Uh, so you'll pay a tax penalty if you don't have health insurance. <clears throat> it's and now that now that our job is to be sure everyone has health insurance. Right, right. And and, I, and as I said, I'm glad. Yeah. I just would like to see the, the elimination of insurance companies. I really would. And this is only going to solidify their position in the healthcare debate. That's my problem with it. You think? Yeah. No, things will progress. I hope you're right. Yeah. I know, that's what I said. That's why I prefaced I know what by you're saying. saying we gave a lot to them this time. Yeah, and I hope we're moving in along a continuum that eliminates them eventually. Yeah, another Supreme Court ruling was the uh, Arizona immigration law. Yeah, we might have touched on this last week. I don't really recall, but uh, it was uh, they upheld a key part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the court backed the section of the Arizona state law that calls for police to check the immigration status of people they they stop. Suspect. Yeah. For good reason to yeah. stop. Yeah. yeah. So they stop them for something else. They can they can look at their papers. At least that's well, the that it is. goes in theory. Uh, that is the – yeah. And, but they also said that this is a uh, part of the law that could be challenged. They left open the door yeah. that, that if there becomes – it becomes a pattern of of racial profiling if they can establish that then this law will be struck down. This section of law, if they, if some court or some federal ag- state agency is engaged in blatant so, um, racial profiling, then it could be struck down. So even that. <sighs> Boy, who knew that we'd have, in my mind, such a good week with the Supreme Court? Yeah, yeah. Well, the U.S. Supreme Court, however, did strike down a Montana law limiting yeah. corporate political spending. Yep. So they 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 uh, kept Citizen United going. Yeah, they did. This is not good. No, it's the old four to five ruling or five to four, depending on which yeah, end of the stick you're on. Yeah, uh, yeah. It would have. Uh, this is a hundred year old law in in Montana. One hundred years they've been yeah. they've been using it, and it's allowed people with not a lot of money to run for for statewide office. Yeah. So. Yeah, I that, that's, that I think that's. That issue is going to be with us for a long, long time. I think so. Yeah, I what, just what we do with corporations, how how far the the definition of a corporation is really what this is about, and the Supreme Court so far it seems to be defining it as a person. Yeah, 
and I don't understand this. Help me out. We've yeah. actually interviewed people before on this show uh-huh. that have said that the decision upon which this idea that corporations are people yeah. was made was fundamentally flawed. Well, it was it was part of a uh, a decision, uh, I think, against uh, Santa Fe Railroad. Yeah, Santa Fe Railroad, and and. What it was it was a clerk's misinterpretation. Yeah, it was a summary like, yeah, of, was, a, of the of yeah. the of the of the decision. Yeah, and it, it was a sidebar. Yeah, to, to the whole case. Right, that the clerk interpreted it opened the door for corporations to take out the rights of people. A misinterpretation. That's how this originated. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I don't. What I don't understand if that's an accurate reading of it, and I believe yeah. it is. Why hasn't some fancy pants attorney or law firm or or law school successfully challenged a misinterpretation of a law that is now precedent? I don't understand how it still stands. Well, the precedent has been established, even though it was based on misinterpretation. Yeah, yeah. I but I don't know why. Yeah, one, once you once you establish the precedent, precedent, then the misinterpretation means less and less and less. You know, it, if it were to be, have been okay. challenged, it should have been challenged at the turn of the century, which is about when it was going on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. Now, I, now there's so many precedents beforehand that we're saying, well, in spite of the enthusiasm of the particular clerk to yeah. interpret it in his own way, the court has made a number of decisions that mm-hmm. back his. Uh, that must be it. What because... was at the time. Yeah, because this, this was made in like the 1870s, 1880s, this decision. Yeah. And then there was the period when corporations at the turn of the 19th, 20th century uh, were running amok. This was the Gilded Age. And and there was all kinds of challenges. Antitrust uh, legislation was put in place. Uh, Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt was known as the trust buster. You yeah. would have thought it would have been knocked down then. Yeah. But it I didn't. Don't I don't Okay. Yeah. No. We just have to knock... We have to do a different approach. Yeah, now. I guess. That's so. I guess. I, guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that could be part of the the case. I just I scratch, against this. Yeah, but. I just scratch my head on this one. I just I don't understand. get it. If if there was a precedent said the world this was because flat, you scratch your head. well, I my I've got a lot of dandruff. And but if, they, if no. there was a precedent said the world was flat, I think it's nerves. It is nerves. <laughs> it's nerves. It's it's anxiety. It's anxiety. It's a lot of things. That's what it is. I don't really need to go into all of. Them. I think people who listen know already. But, also, yeah. in a separate ruling, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that states may not impose mandatory life sentences without parole yes. on children, even if they have been convicted of taking part in a murder. Yes. So there. Yeah. The ruling does not mean that 2,500 juvenile offenders currently serving such sentences must be released, only that they now get a chance. Yeah. There's going to be a uh, uh, proposition on the November ballot here in California that will give us as voters of the state of California the opportunity to eliminate, effectively eliminate the death penalty in in the state of California, mm-hmm. uh, uh, replacing it with uh, life without parole. Yeah. So there you go. Which and it's is, an economic is, issue. Yeah. It's it's less expensive it's that way. Expensive. Plus, the, the times we do make mistakes, which granted aren't a lot here in California, at least we're not like Texas. We're right. killing someone who doesn't deserve to die every year. Yeah. Here in California, we make mistakes sometimes, too, and that's got to be the worst punishment of all, yeah. that we are doling out every once in a while the worst punishment you can possibly imagine to be sentenced to death for killing someone even though you did you nothing. Did, you did. Yeah. Yeah. It, can, I, I can't imagine it, the, the uh, 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 well, a society 
taking that position when they know that these things happen. It's right. not worth that cost. Right. It's not worth that cost. You just put them in prison forever, and then you can mock them forever, like we do with Charlie Manson. Yeah. What a doofus. Yeah, exactly. And if you think about it, it's it's the most it's the most insidious kind of uh, undermining of a of a society. It taken to it, uh, it, it literally that you yeah. can have that literally uh, any citizen is liable or could be subject to execution without cause. Yeah, just, that's just that's keep it's us, hard. To, yeah. It's hard to get around that one. A House panel voted to hold Attorney General Eric Holder in contempt for failing to divulge documents related to Operation Fast and Furious. <laughs> A gun trafficking investigation during which federal agents lost track of more than 2,000 weapons that were eventually obtained by drug cartels. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's enough. All right. To me, yeah, and this was started under Mukasek and the Bush administration and 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 Obama's administration did slow this down. It's, it was a bad idea. Yes, 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 all that stuff. But why hasn't McCasey been in front of the – why Why isn't anybody from the, the people who started this thing? Yeah. And the yeah. other part, this really avoids the real, the real issue, which is why are so many guns so easily available anywhere to anybody? There's all kinds of what they call stalker people who go in yeah. and buy guns or whether, yeah, straw, straw buyers. They go in and buy guns here in America – and they they take them down to Mexico, and these people they're it's a business now. Yeah. People do this all the time. Why are there so many guns easily available to so many people? That's the real issue here. The Obama administration says it expects to authorize the oil giant Shell's bid to drill in the Alaskan Alaskan Arctic. No. Yeah. So environmental groups have opposed the effort, of course, saying the federal government has failed to properly consider the risks. Yeah, and they say there's no problem. We're not worried. Yeah. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, Interior Secretary Ken Salazar said that is highly likely. We shouldn't worry about it, and uh, that's it. Doesn't Salazar, wasn't he in hot water earlier for some, oh, oh, for the BP thing, about they drag their feet and let them put all that chemical dispersants in there and pretty much look the other way when they did it? Yeah. Meanwhile, a federal agency, a federal appeals court upheld the Environmental Protection Agency's effort to cl- use the Clean Air Act to regulate carbon emissions from the country's largest polluters. So this is good. Yeah, that's good. But wasn't that settled a long time ago? Oh, yeah. Are yeah. we still going to fight that one, really? Oh, yeah. We're going to fight uh, yeah. that one forever. I know. I know. That's good for the environment was, there. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh, more than 7 million college students could be spared higher loan rates. Yes. But but go ahead. There's a but. Ahead, you know. Yeah, the the rate was supposed to double. Is supposed to double on uh, Sunday or Monday. Yeah, it uh, only freezes it for a freezes year. Freezes it, but there's all kinds of other ways. There, part yeah. of this law, new law. Go ahead. No, it, it allows the the uh, there's a you usually get a grace period mm-hmm. after you get out of school. Yeah, that's gone away now. Uh huh. So now you got to pay as soon as you walk out. As soon as that cap and gallon are off, you you got to start paying. Paying back. There's all kinds of ways that they're getting money on the back end of this deal now. Uh-huh. They're forcing people uh, even into more uh, stressful financial situation. Uh, officials in Stockton said that med- mediation with creditors has failed, meaning the central California city is set to become the largest American city ever to declare bankruptcy. We're number one. Okay, well, good, That's, I guess. No, I don't know. Yeah, That's I mean, it's, it's, it's going to... Figure it out, I think. It's not like the city's going to disappear. It's just that they're going to have to uh, reconfigure themselves. 
Because they invested in what they assumed to be AAA rated yeah. investments, uh-huh. and they were wrong. Yep. Why? Because they were screwed. Yeah. By the by banks the federal government. and the banks, the federal government. I, I think there's a lawsuit there. Pro- uh, yeah. Colorado's devastating wildfire, wildfire went crazy, yeah. burned down 350 homes. Yeah. 32,000 people were forced to eva- uh, evacuate. These are the driest weather conditions some people have ever witnessed in the area. And Mahler's building an art. And uh, Mahler's building art. Yeah. So you, got, you bookend this report with the Arctic. Hundreds of thousands of miles of the Arctic are melting at a uh-huh. higher rate than they've seen ever. Yeah. And we're, And then at the other end of this is Colorado's on fire. I don't. I think there might be a connection. <sighs> Remember when I said that the jury seemed to favor uh, Jerry Sandusky? <laughs> yeah. yeah, because it was mainly people from Penn State. <laughs> Apparently, the people from Penn State don't think much of that. Well, maybe they yeah. love Penn State more than they love Jerry Sandusky. Yeah, I think so, because <laughs> he was found guilty on uh, forty-five or forty-eight counts. Ouch. That's, yeah. <laughs> What did they say? Sexually the, abusing the total 10 was like four hundred and fifty years of uh, total yeah, time. Yeah, on that's this. not good. <laughs> no, that's not, not good. good. What do you think about that, Mahler? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, don't think. No, don't New think. information shows the massive loss by J.P. Morgan Chase from risky derivatives bet may total as much as nine billion dollars. That's far higher than the previous estimate of three billion. Yeah. Just just thought I'd bring that up. It's yeah. The first said, oh, it's yeah. two billion. It's the old derivative. And then thing. then Jamie Dimon's front of the congressional committee. Oh, it's made to be three or four. I'm not sure yeah. really. Now it's nine. Yeah. You want to bet it goes any higher? Want to put down a little? Yeah. A saw buck on down on that. Uh, I don't know. What do you think, Molly? You want? <laughs> yeah. You putting a saw buck? Two saw bucks. <laughs> two saw bucks. He's yeah. uh, He's in. Yeah. He's all. What does he care? He's going to be gone. He's going to be on that arc pretty soon. Is he? He's not going to pay me back. He's a crazy dog. Huh. And uh, we talked about this a few weeks ago, too. Yeah. North Carolina state legislature. North Carolina's state legislature aborted plans. They aborted. Oh. I was looking at this aborted word, trying to make it. It's a verb. Yeah. The state legislature mm-hmm. aborted plans to compensate victims of the state's forced sterilization program. Oh. Okay. So they're not going to. They're not going to pay the people who were sterilized, which, I mean, there's something to be said for that. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm just saying. I, I don't – after all these years – Oh, uh, okay. This happened thousands of years ago? Yeah. Kind of I thought Not thousands, I but, know, you know. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm not going to defend it. It doesn't it, – the whole thing is a mess. If you start compensating people who have been victimized by past history, explained a state senator, I don't know where that would end. Yeah. And there's part of me that – I understand that sentiment. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. you know, there are things we've all endured. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's a curiosity. Is it now? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I got one. Yeah. Um, the, this was a report. A sep- uh, this uh, the Washington Post is re- shows. Uh, oh. It's okay. Uh, Washington Post shows uh, 34 members of Congress have made major changes to their financial holdings wow. after speaking. Uh, with top administration officials during the peak of the financial crisis. Uh-oh. Who knew? Yeah, that would have been the Bush administration, I huh. believe. Back in January of 2008, then-Speaker uh, uh, and Major- Minority—I'm sorry, then-House Minority Leader 
uh, John Boehner moved $100,000 from a mutual fund into a safer investment the day before hmm. the Bush administration unveiled a $150 billion stimulus package. Who, well, that's just coincidence, don't you think? A winky dink. And there's more. 34 other members of Congress were involved in such shenanigans. Pers- chicanery shenanigans. Yes, that's right. Uh, I found this an interesting story. Okay. So I bring it up to you. New Census Bureau data indicate that cities last year grew faster than the suburbs, reflecting an urban renaissance accelerated by the Great Recession. Mm-hmm. This is the first time this has happened in a long while. For all 51 metro areas with a million or more people, cities as a whole grew by 1% last year, while suburbs increased by uh, less than that, just a few percentage points yeah. or a few uh, tenths of a percentage point. But that's a huge change from the last decade decade when uh, suburbs expanded at triple the rate of cities. Okay. Uh, Los Angeles, and this is where we live. Mm-hmm. We live. A lot of sprawl. Drink. Last year grew at more than double the average annual rate of the prior decade. Good. Yeah, I think so too. It's I think that's that some of that is people wanting centers. to be closer to work, cl- yeah. closer to things to do. Central, I think, and then I think. Well, they say it's the recession, but I, I think it has a lot to do with exactly what they're saying. You're saying too. Yeah. Uh, it may be the recession, but that's a good thing to, if you want to save money. You live closer to work. That's a good thing. Yeah. If you want to save money and be closer to entertainment. I never understood why anyone would want to live out that far away just to have a big box home. Right. You have to have an awful lot of kids to want to separate yourself that much from a community. Yeah. And and I also think that there's some cultural shift in the country that's yeah. also aiding this. I think white flight was a reason the suburbs grew so quickly mm-hmm. uh, for 50s and 60s, certainly. And I think now that the culture has changed, multi, multicultural um, diversity, whatever you want to call it, is is part of the culture now. And so this sense of uh, wanting to be uh, around other people other than the, the your tribe yeah. is 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 better so and finally yeah. and finally a chinese tv news program apologized for reporting the discovery of a rare double-headed mushroom now if you heard about this i did not yeah, they were digging down you know this one community was digging down they found what appeared to be a rare double-headed mushroom mm-hmm. uh, known as the tai sui ling zi uh huh. After the object was revealed to have been, that you know they they announced this, they went on air, but then they had to apologize Uh-oh. for saying that they found this double-headed this mushroom. Double-headed mushroom when they found that it was actually an artificial vagina and anus. Yeah. Okay. Was, you know, was, okay. Oh, I get it. About, I get it. About, I get it. I got it. Yeah. 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 My bad. More about a, a foot long and okay. had a hole at one end yeah. and a hole at the other yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our reporter is still very young and unwise to the ways of the world, said the apology. Confusion was found to be beneficial to learning. 